0: No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are, and this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, and I am thrilled to have my guest this week, Dr. Alana DeGrasse, And you guys, so... <laughs> We're gonna try to keep this <laughs> to about 30 minutes, but I'm not guaranteeing anything because we have so much to talk about and there's so many things that are deep and so many things that are going to be meaty for you as you're continuing to move through and understand your perspectives. So you can decide who it is you want to be, where you want to be, what you want and how you're gonna get there. So I'm gonna do a quick introduction of my guest, and then we are gonna dive right in. So Dr. Alana DeGrasse is the persistence guru. I love that. And she helps women and entrepreneurs tell their digital stories. She is obsessed with building authentic engagement, and she helps people share their genius without apology. Her goal is to help leaders and entrepreneurs pivot online, and she is the author of four books. Amongst them is Tomorrow Can't Wait, an inspirational book offering persistence for a lifetime. And I'm going to give you her whole bio in the notes. You'll see all the other stuff. Dr. Alana, thank you so much for being my guest this week.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to be here and thanks for this awesome platform that you have.
0: Yes, thank you. This is, this is going to be so great. And, and even as we were just opening, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that we can talk about, But we're, and we're going to talk about the one we just finished talking about, but where I want to start is here. Give people a little bit more background about how you moved into this space. You know, As a professor in communications and now doing your online business, what has been your journey in a nutshell?
1: That's a great question, and I hope I can answer that with the 26 years of experience i
0: had. Yes. But, you know, when I started
1: out as a professor, I always thought that I would basically stay in that industry. I mm-hmm. still teach part-time at Northeastern University, but my journey began with actually a freelance position mm-hmm. I had at Black Entertainment Television when I was mm-hmm. younger, and i said i love communication but i have a feeling that more people need to really understand the art of communicating because yes. a lot of people think that they that they know how to communicate but there's really so much duality in communication mm-hmm. so i used to bring these topics into you know so when most people think about a public speaking professor they think yes. oh impromptu speaking or learning how to give an introductory speech or yeah. learning how to give persuasion but i noticed when i lived in atlanta that i felt like students needed to make connections to what was happening in the real world. And they needed to see how what I was teaching them could either elevate their earning power or help them to make a case. More importantly, help them with critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And we think people critically think, but actually most of us don't listen as much as we think we do. So I would bring in these hot topics and these topics would get those students pumped up. And- I used to ask questions like, you know, funny things like, you know, if a relationship breaks up, whose fault is it? His or hers yes. and the whole class would go crazy. <laughs> or I would say, you know, um, you know, how much should minimum wage be? It, do, are you happy about that? Or what yeah. do you think? So we would talk about all these hot topics about, you know, when you, when you show up at your job, you know, what should be some of the expectations you have of yourself? Yeah. So my students were the ones really all during that time that used to always say, well, you bring in all these other things. When are you going to put it together, right? And I used to be like, oh, you. and at that time, because most teachers, we teach to teach. So we will teach, we don't care how long. If it's eight hours, we're just teaching. And so, yeah, and so what really happened is I was teaching at this notable institution and they said, Alana, we have to slash your schedule from full time to less than eight hours per month. Mm. That's when I was like, hold up. (laughs) I was was like, what am I going to either I look for another full-time opportunity, yeah. or I really think about what can I offer people, and mm-hmm. I started thinking, hmm, maybe my students had something in mind, maybe I should mm-hmm. really try to create something, and I created my first uh, digital product called Woman Build Confidence mm-hmm. back in 2009, and a fashion school in London of all places said, mm-hmm. we love this, can we buy units of it, and that was my introduction to business, because I said, you yeah. what the about.
0: Right, I, you know,
1: I just kept saying I'm a teacher, I'm only a teacher. I yes. used always say that, but a little tangent here if you're a teacher, you have great aptitude and ability to show others how to yes. systemize things. Yeah, so just throwing that out for any teachers, but that's what kind of led me into becoming an entrepreneur. And um, I hope I'm not going over what you're asking. Me no, this back. is great,
0: it's no. great. Yeah, I, I think um, because one of the things that I, I always want people to know when I interview folks on the podcast is everyone's journey is different. And so when you start thinking about what you want to do, you know, those those four questions I take everyone through who you are, where you are, what you want and what it's going to take to get there is getting really aligned with who you are. That vision can be anything. And don't block yourself in because of other people's idea Ooh. of what you should be. Just like you said, teachers Don't just think all you do is teach. There's so much more that you do and your capabilities around teaching, right? Getting at, we said in HR, transferable skills. You've had to be organized. You've had to learn systems. You've had to learn to be flexible because not everyone in your classroom learned the same way. There are all kinds of things that you have that you can translate into whatever you want it to be if you choose. I
1: love that. And you know, one thing I really found to be interesting mm-hmm. Prelude to one of my books was after I want to say after nine years or so we used to always ask our graduate learners this question and it was something like in all of your formative years tell mm-hmm. me about your favorite your most your favorite learning experience and they would yeah. just write 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 and then would say tell us about your most horrible experience yeah and they would write 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 and then we'll say well how did those two experiences lead you into how you communicate today. And I was always floored at how people's self-perception projected in how they communicated. So if they, for whatever reason, had a favorite person that actually told them they weren't good at something,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they were 10 times as likely not to perform in certain ways uh, because of that feedback, if that makes sense. yes,
0: It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, so You know, I really, I really think I fell in love with communication and the, and the Mm -hmm. whole idea around it, because we communicate for everything. We communicate in relationships, we communicate on the job, we communicate our wants and desires, even if it's passive, we're still communicating. So one of the things I've loved to do even now as a business owner of uh, turning on the lights Mm -hmm. is reminding people to own their voice.
0: Yes. Own your voice. It's so important. I mean, I, you know, one of the things my dad used to always tell us is kids will live up or down to your expectations, right? So as you said, that person that can tell someone, nope, you can't do that, or, or you really should be doing that. And, and one of the things we tell kids all the time is look, and, and adults, when you start thinking about really clarifying your vision of what you want. And that's why I really, when I look at my business and really getting to, it's, it's all about alignment, clarity, and, you know, clarifying your vision and, action. That's it. Alignment, vision, action, alignment, vision, action, everything falls into those three categories. And when I talk to people about that vision and like the, the key piece about that vision is it should be your vision. And in particular kids, you know, I, and and God bless school counselors because they, they're they one to 4 million kids, right? They, there's no way that they're going to know every child. They're not going to, and they've got their own biases. And so you find these kids who have these aptitudes or these desires, and they go in to speak to a school counselor and like, no, are you sure you want to go to Harvard? Are you sure you want to be in med school? Oh, you're great at math, so you should do. And that may not be where their, their real genius lies, but it's someone else telling them what they should be doing. And so how do we really lean into that. What is it that we want? Knowing that over time as our lives change, those desires change and that that's okay. Right. I think the average is people change majors in college, an average of three times, right. Average of three times. (laughs) So, you know, don't lock yourself in and think, this is all you've got to be. I mean, shoot, if you really know you want to be a doctor, go do that. Absolutely. But for those of you who aren't that clear, that's okay. And then the other thing you said that I really want to dive into that we talked about before is this idea of communication mm-hmm. communication with a big C, right? Verbal, nonverbal, tone, intonation, all of this kind of stuff. And in our conversation, I said, you know, when people see communications, right? I really majored in public relations and communications, especially communications. There has been, or there was, and and I'll say there was because I, I haven't paid as much attention to it lately, but there was this really big trend for a very long time for those who were athletically inclined, in particular football players and in particular Black football players to go to college and major in communications, just major in communications, right? The classes were easy, it wasn't gonna interfere with practice, all blah, 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 blah. And and there's the whole conversation around systemic racism related Mm -hmm. to that, right? That we can have a conversation about. But more importantly, I think what that did was undermine the criticality and the art and the science and the technique behind really great communication and the power of great communication. So when you start really talking about how you do that and people telling your stories, what are the things for you that said, no, 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 no. As you said in your internship, right? There's, there's something deeper here in this communication space. Mm.
1: That's a great question. Well, I noticed that there's a lot of disconnect in how people see themselves professionally and how they communicate that value. See, a lot of times when yeah. students are enrolled in the university, you know, their thought is, and also professionals, you know, I learn mm-hmm. the skill, I do this, and this is what I do for work. Right. But and they kind of have this disposition, and this kind of like I'm just this robotic, you know, I learned Mm -hmm. that in school and I have a job and I'm just doing the job. But they're not realizing why didn't I get a raise in the Mm -hmm. last three years? What is it that I'm actually projecting or not projecting that is not showing my value? Now, one of the things I will talk about, which I thought was phenomenal, um, once I uh, came back from living in Europe, I came back home to Boston and Mm -hmm. I was doing some consulting and there were 10 of these executives, one from Mexico, one from Mm -hmm. Paris, one from Spain, one from they were all from different places. Mm -hmm. And I said, either we're going to talk about business communication in a very pragmatic way. I'm going to get to the gut of who they are so that they can really find the joy and synergy of working together. So I made sure that when they came in, what's your name? You know, what is it that you love about the company that you have? Now, they didn't know that I was doing this, but Mm -hmm. I was literally taking mental notes, making sure I could memorize every single person's Mm -hmm. name, organizing all of, you know, their communication Mm -hmm. needs and desires or whatever. And what was so beautiful about that was, the next day when they came in, I reintroduced them to themselves from what they told me. And they said, we have never heard anybody take our name, take what our genius is and reintroduce it back to us. That is truly the art of communication, that ability to be still in the silence of listening. And also that ability to then repeat back, even in better terms, what that person has said. So Mm -hmm. what I realized is as a communication expert, Mm -hmm. there's so much power in crafting a message and people Mm -hmm. sometimes don't realize how important that is to go back to your point. You know, when we think about what's at stake in our society today, I don't care what, I always bring people back to Martin Luther King's blueprint speech. And I said, Mm -hmm. he didn't say be the best uh black woman black man he said be the best yes one of the things i I say to entrepreneurs and even leaders you should be so excited about introducing yourself beyond someone else introducing you and i always say if someone does a poor job of introducing you you can just say wait a minute (laughs) let me reintroduce myself (laughs)
0: I love that. Yeah, I feel
1: like I'm just going on
0: right. No, that's fantastic because I think you know that that whole listening actively. number one for me, words matter. Words are really important. And if you think about what is happening around us across the globe today, I say this all the time. He who controls the narrative controls the minds of the people. Mm-hmm. And because words matter, it is different to say, you know, it's a female CEO it's a black female CEO. No, it's a CEO. That's right. right? It's a CEO and and words matter. And also behavior matters because people will listen to what you say, but they will believe what you do. And if someone, and what I love about what you just said is if someone doesn't quite introduce you, right, that could be that they're just a poor person at introducing people. (laughs) There could be some other bias around there, but there is nothing that stops you from saying, you know what? Thank you so much for that introduction. Let me give you guys a little bit more because it's pertinent to the conversation we're going to be having today. You don't have to slam exactly. them. You don't have to say, yeah, that wasn't good enough. But that confidence and that ability to say, you know what, there's some key things about me that you need to know so that we can engage and have this conversation. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so Dr. Alana, it's when you are working with people. Um, because the folks that listen to the podcast are, there are some that are entrepreneurs for sure, um, but there are many who are in careers right now and may be either looking to be promoted very much, right? Continuing to move in that career because that's what they really want to do. Um, maybe thinking about shifting to another company or, or another kind of um, function. And then some are just really trying to make a decision. Is this, is this where I need to, to be? So, As you're talking to people about these stories, right? How to tell their digital story. What advice do you give people about the story that they're telling themselves Mm -hmm. in order to make those decisions?
1: That's a great question. Um, So I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna answer it in two phases. So the first one is, I always tell people who might still be working a full-time job because um, sometimes when I'm talking to people, they'll say, oh, I'm not a great entrepreneur. I'm still working full-time. I'm like, oh no, we're grateful for that job yes. because that job allows you to you know, take care of your responsibilities and invest yeah. in yourself. So number one though, I always say that every entrepreneur has their day one. Mm-hmm. And I, the one question or the one phrase I always tell people is What would you do if you only had 120 days left in your life? And the reason why I ask that is because I've never seen anyone, myself included, when life is at stake, right? I've never seen someone just say, you know, well, how much money am I going to make at the end of 120 days? No, they go, oh my gosh, what is it that I, what was the legacy I want to leave behind? What story do I still need to tell my my family, my community? Um, What still burns at me? And so the thing is that I would love to tell, I would tell entrepreneurs, don't just do something because revenue is backing what you're, I mean, you need to make revenue, but when you pick something that is really something that you are super passionate about, you really don't feel like you're working because this passion project becomes something that is not only hopefully transformative if it's a solution or a service, Mm -hmm. but it brings you joy. So I would first numbers one say, write a complete true letter to yourself. You know, if I really only had these four months, what would I regret? That's how Mm -hmm. I, that is really how I started my business. I said, what would I regret? And I said, Oh, I would regret that. I never wrote those darn books. I would regret that. I said, Oh, I'm married and I shouldn't be. I had all these things that I said, these roles keep me in this box. I would regret that. I never would have spoken or helped other women who felt like they were too old to get back to their dreams yes. or to get back to themselves. So yes. that 120-day question, it just woke me up. And if mm-hmm. you don't mind, can I read this one second? Yes, please, yes. It changed my life. So it just says, because I just feel like I need to. It yes. says, 15 years of silence, 15 years of writing. And then I basically am telling the story yes. in my poem about how many years I kept putting off what I wanted to yes. do? Five thousand four hundred seventy-five days of regret. Yes, seven hundred eighty-eight thousand minutes of resentment because they told me to be normal. Yes, and in closets oh. I became a writer I mean, yes, so I would say tell yourself the truth. And then number two, yes. if you're growing, if you just started out, and you yes. you know you may have you know I don't often tell the story, but I grew my business just without Facebook ads, without Mm -hmm. any gimmicks and from zero to six figures. And I will say, be you. If you just made your first hundred dollars, celebrate that and honor that. And then, you know, really get to a place where you'll say, well, you know what, if I got one client or if I got two. Now, my last thought is this, because this is the big question you've been asking me. The digital story has to have what I call the click method. Mm-hmm. It has to have a clear message. You have to locate the needs of who you wanna serve. Mm-hmm. You have to have ideation that really aligns with your message. Yeah. You have to then create something that's unique and then look at the key of the return on your investment for all that you're doing. Yeah. Now, the last thing I would say is, if you Google, Google yourself, yeah. would you buy from you?
0: Right, right. That's a good question.
1: And that is a big question. And I would also say what we should be thinking about with social media is it's not just about posting. We have to have what I call a triad approach. That Mm -hmm. means people are tapping into you in different, you know, facets. They'll be on your website. They'll be on your social media. They'll be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So you want to see how aligned is the message you're telling in all of these platforms.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And, and I, you know, that whole idea of writing, writing a letter to yourself, what if I only had 120 days, what would that look like? Um, That's really good. I'm going to have to write myself that letter tonight. That's really, that's, that's really good because I think, you know, it is, it, it is important for people to Be authentic to who they are. That's why I start everybody with alignment, right? You, you do you. Know who you are. Know what grounds you, right? What is your? I call it the root system, right? And I've got my four: my faith, my family, my friends, and my health. And that's health with a big H, right? So physical, emotional, financial, you know, mental, all of that stuff. Those those are my four. If something's wrong in my world, one of those four is off. If something is off, you got to know what are the things that really ground you and make who you are so that you can move and know what is a derailer versus what is just, just a little detour, right? It's not, it's, Mm. it may be something that you need to learn. It may be something that you need to grow. It may just be a pause that you need to take, but you've got this real sense of who you are grounding, who you are and what your, your journey is. And so when I listen to you talk about, you know, messaging and where you want to be and how you want to be and how you want to show up, When I first started, it was, you got to post 12 times a day and you got to do this 12 times a day. You got to, you know what? That's not who I am. That's just not who I am. And if you listen to the noise, then you're You're going to say, well, then I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. But if I did that, that wouldn't be me. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be me. But doing these shows, making sure it's alignment, vision, action, making sure some stuff is funny, some stuff I'm not there. Some stuff I'm really clear. You know, I talk about the fact that I have a therapist and I've had her for 12 years and I love this woman. I'm just in, and I know how important mental health is. You have to show up as you are and talk about your story in a way, whether you are an entrepreneur or for those of you who are in corporate, because I challenge you to make sure you still have your own brand because you still are a brand. even when you're working for someone else. So don't just bury yourself in them. Been there, done that. Don't bury yourself in that organization. Make sure that you are creating whatever space that is for you, whether you decide to stay and be CEO or whether you decide to do something else. But when you do that and how you show up, that whole idea of being consistent and being clear and understanding that no one is ever going to pay you what you're worth, but you want them to pay you for the value you deliver, which means you've got to articulate the value that you're delivering. And I think that's the power of what you bring to people, Dr. Alana, is that ability to tell the story of the value that's being delivered.
1: Wow, Laura, well, go ahead, just keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I no, I also, there was something you were saying back when you were sharing, and I thought, I am so happy that you have this show. For yeah. so many reasons. Yeah. um, But also one thing we, there was some research done around Black women uh, mm-hmm. business owners. Yes. And one of, two of the things that really got my attention was that we are the fastest growing community of people starting businesses. Yes. And the number one problem that has been uh, identified, not just with Black women, but all women mm-hmm. is isolation. Is this feeling like, yes, I'm going to plug through I'm, but I'm by myself. It's not easy all the time. And they're kind of like in their basement. Yes. One of the things I would love to share your community is stop
0: whispering. Yes.
1: Stop whispering. Yeah. The things that we really want to see happen and really call it what it is.
0: Yes. That is so powerful. That's so powerful because I, you know, I am very much, I'm very much an introvert, very much an introvert, right? I am professionally extroverted because I've had to be. And I, and I love speaking. I love doing those things because, because I'm also very much an empath. So I absorb a lot of energy and that just, it's, it's a lot. So when I deliver for people, I leave it all in the field, as they say, man, it is, I need to go to bed after, <laughs> knock out after this interview. Oh, I'm telling <laughs> you, I need a nap, right? Cause I'm giving it all because I feel called to serve and you serve with excellence. The downside of that is because I do have a tendency to be introverted. I have to make an extra effort to get out and do some things because my circle, my village is pretty tight, right? My real inner circle is really tight and they know me, right? They know if it's dark, I'm not coming. (laughs) If it's it's late, I'm not coming. Forget it. If it's eight o'clock, I'm in bed, right? Now I'll be up at four, but yeah, not... They all know, but at the same time, when you begin to move in bigger spaces, what you learn is, as you said, how not to whisper, how to be really vocal and loud about who you are and what value you bring and manage your energy, whatever that is, whether, because some of us are, as we were talking about earlier, some of us are extra. Yes, we are. Now, Depending on how you feel about that, you may be saying everybody else is basic and you're not extra. Right. But that's a different conversation. Right. (laughs) But some of us have lots of energy and over the top and we just, you know, really gregarious and all that kind of stuff. And some of us are not. And that doesn't mean that we don't bring value because I think sometimes we get into that, that comparison. And I I do that to me too. I saw somebody post a book the other day. I'm like, dang it. She's telling my story. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and, and why is it taking you so long? The 15 years, right? I've had a book in my head, almost the whole thing written out since 2018 okay, well, it's on its way. I'm like, I can't wait to um to get my signed copy. She, uh, I'm like, Laurel, what is the problem? Right. But, but what happens is instead of seeing that as, okay, that's a God wink, get on your metal, make it happen. It was, oh man, now somebody else told it and they're in the same space and they're, And that's what I love about this podcast and love about women like you. I'm one of my other guests, Janice Sutherland, who's exactly operating in the same space I am from a coaching perspective, coaching black women in corporate is there are billions of people on this earth, Mm -hmm. billions. And just because your story is, is similar to someone else's or not as tragic as someone else's or the overcoming is different, doesn't mean your story isn't valuable. And finding someone like you, who can really help people understand how to tell their story with power mm-hmm. and with clarity is so important to make that investment in learning how to do that well. And so how, cause because there's a couple other things I wanna ask you, but but since we're in the middle and I'm actually gonna put it on the, on the show notes too, how can people work with you and understand how to do this? So let me just say something, cause Laurel, I love
1: you. <laughs> I want to say (laughs) one of the things that I always say to people when they first come to me is because sometimes they'll say, I just want to, you know, I want to, I want to start. I want to get things going. And the first thing I say is until you feel five-star, it's hard to charge (gasps) five-star. So the first thing.
0: (laughs) Did y'all hear that? Until you feel five-star, it's hard to charge five-star. Speak it. Okay. So one of the things
1: I always tell every leader and I coach high performing leaders, I always say, you know, repeat after me, I am beautiful, I'm valuable and nothing about me or my experience is a mistake. So Uh I would say, even if you have 50 cents in your bank account and you are struggling or whatever, or maybe Mm -hmm. you're doing well never make your your temporary circumstance your permanent situation for how well you will do yeah. what you're doing what you what you see as challenge right now can be you know your biggest teacher. So the first yeah. thing I would say definitely step onto my virtual campus mm-hmm. We have you know what we do is really focus on three areas So mm-hmm. we have something called free for me which is mm-hmm. I always want to make sure that we have of no fee, complimentary way for people to connect. And so that's by finding our IWBCC community on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. can also subscribe to my website. But then we have um, two programs that I want to talk about. One is called Business Communication Mastery, and mm-hmm. it really is all about my click method. Mm-hmm. So it helps that person who has their um, skill set already. So you have to come with your skill. Yes. You, have, you have to have that. Yes. But once you have your skill set, your message and all of that, we walk you through from beginning to end. How do you actually Tell your story. What mm-hmm. is a boss statement? What is your why? How do you charge the right value? And we yeah. package it and we show you how to either now. This is part I'm sure you're gonna love. Yeah. So if you're an introvert,
0: yeah,
1: or if you're an extrovert, we curtail how this program fits for your persona. And many yeah. programs don't offer that. Right. Now, one of the things I also want to say is. We just came off of this. We, you know, It was our first uh, inaugural MyQuest Virtual Accelerator.
0: Yeah. So we
1: took what you would do in a year mm-hmm. and we put it into two months.
0: Wow. And
1: it was intense.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: But it was 22 powerful, activated lessons for you to know what is your know-how, how how do you get there, and how do you really use all this multimedia in the way that makes sense for your personality. Mm -hmm. And then lastly... We love to prepare our leaders and our experts to figure out how they can command either a virtual room like this right. one, mm-hmm. or, you know, in a private room where you're closing a negotiation. How does that mm-hmm. actually work? So we have a lot of ways for you to come and play with us and turning mm-hmm. on the Lights Global Institute. We are a minority woman business enterprise, mm-hmm. and we are just you know, we have given at least oh, at this stage, 10,000 coaching hours, yes. helping our leaders to really thrive. Yeah. So that's our love program. That. And I would love for people to follow and learn yes. more.
0: Oh, please do. And I'm going to put everything in the notes, you guys. So please go out there because it's, it's incredible. And, oh, and as you're hearing, something? she's incredible.
1: Oh, yes. We have a challenge in August called oh, upgrade Great. my life in biz. That's Okay, for your viewers, no fee at all. So, you guys get to register for that. It's going to be a big event every single day. You come in, you get your business notes or your leadership notes, and you plug and play for five days. That's 300 minutes of coaching. So, I would love you guys to sign up for that.
0: Yes, that'd be awesome. And I'll again, I'll put that in the notes, you guys. So, if you're listening to this, take advantage of that in August, the challenge, make sure you are paying attention to that. I just, there's just so much here. And I, one, again, I'm just so grateful because, um, you know, you never know, for those of you who are listening, we've said this before. Um, on the Rutledge perspective, you just, you keep showing up because someone's always watching. You never know who's watching. And Dr. Alana actually reached out to me. I, I engage in people, but I don't do nearly as much engagement as, as I intend to do. I have admittedly been working a lot in my business as opposed to on my business. And I do believe, I also believe in Really authentic engagement, and there's been so much LinkedIn stuff now. It's like I want to be your network, and then the next thing you go, you get this big old sales pitch. Once you say yes, and that just that yeah. turns me off so much. And I can be in many ways such a Libra that when you do that, then I swing the whole other way. I'm not engaged with nobody, right? Because <laughs> because y'all are all i Felicia. Yeah. Right. I'm done. Because see, <laughs> you're not telling the truth. But the thing is, you know, I've been. Posting for a while. And I've been watching Dr. Alana for a while. Like I'm I love her stuff and I'm liking her stuff. And all of a sudden I get this message. I'm like, oh my God. And I can't believe she like reached out to me. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Right. <laughs> so and then we got on this call and it was like immediate connection. Yes. Immediate so connection. True. And so it is important for you, whether that is in your business, whether that is in your corporation. You need to know that someone is always watching. And when you show up and when you show up all the time as you, you never know who that person is, who wants to connect with you, wants to engage with you or who needs you and who, who may be needing what you're saying. And that may be the one thing that got them through the next day. Mm -hmm. And so as we begin to end this, Dr. Lana, um, I would love for you to tell people what is like one big thing, one big aha, as you transition, you know, you talk about being a teacher and then kind of that went away and then you started doing communication and how can I, what is one big aha, or as I say, one, well, damn moment (laughs) that you have had that said, no, this is, this is it. I am Mm -hmm. serving in my purpose.
1: Wow. That's such a great question. Well, to be quite honest. So one of the things even before I started the business. Mm-hmm. I just believe that when you work in a place of peace, you, yeah. we, you know, when you work from a place of peace versus fear, mm-hmm. the people you're supposed to work with, those who value you, they mm-hmm. will show up. And mm-hmm. so I remember going live on Instagram, feeling like, I don't know where my people are, but I'm <laughs> going to be myself. Yeah. I don't need to, I'm going to have all my clothes. And Mm -hmm. I, and sometimes I'll have makeup. Sometimes I won't. Right. Anyway, I'm going live and I think it's a waste of time. So I put the phone down and a woman in London emails and says, where are you? It's 2 AM. You normally come on. When are you coming on? So I was like, I'm going to just come on for her. So I literally came back on and it was her and these three other ladies. Well, over a four month period it became like these constant seven women that would constantly, I call them, they know who they are. We call yeah. them the UPML seven. Oh. And, um and so one of them said, well, we just need to have our own conference. And I said, a conference. We're just meeting on Instagram. Like, what are you guys talking about? But you know what? I said, no, if this is supposed to be what it is, I'm going to put together this conference. So I put together this conference, not sure who's going to come. A woman takes a bus from North Carolina. Another one flies in from Milwaukee. One comes from Trinidad and Tobago and they just come from Boston. And I'm like, so that's not even the best part. The best part is one of the ladies that uh, got into her hotel room earlier than us, because she flew mm-hmm. in from outside the country, mm-hmm. she runs downstairs when she realized I'm at the hotel. She goes, mm-hmm. Dr. Alana, do you know what happened? I said, no. She said, as soon as I got to the hotel room, two of the other ladies ran up to the hotel room, banged on the door, pushed my husband out the way and said, give us our sister. <laughs> and yes and when we all came together i kid you not we felt like we had known each other for years and we just all and every one of them in their own right experts specialists did federal work before you know they all and we just held hands yeah and we were looking at each other and saying we can't believe can you believe that we all came together from one instagram live stream yeah and yeah. I remember at that moment, I said, I don't care if I don't care if a year, two years is, is 10 people. Cause it wasn't, right. it was never about numbers. No. And um yeah, so that moment I will never forget. And those wow. ladies became very close to each other. They ended yeah. up doing, doing many things. And um, but I think the message out of all of that is just to say to people, you know. Mm like you said earlier, sometimes we think there's not enough space for us to also shine and share our genius. But if there wasn't any space, you wouldn't be on this planet. And we all have unique fingerprints. So there's nobody with the same fingerprints. And I just want to say that sometimes familiarity is our biggest and is our biggest um, stall because we might be around people that are so used to us, not that they don't Mm -hmm. love us, but they may not be able to see the things in us in a way that will challenge us. And sometimes we need to step into a different environment. So come on my virtual campus.
0: Yes. I, oh my God. I, I love it. I love it. I and for those of you who are listening, now you know why this interview had to happen because oh. there's just so much positivity. There's so much love and there's so much, you know, just knowing that there's genius there. I mean, there is just such power and peace in knowing.
1: And can I say this to your child? Yes. So the reason why I reached out to Laurel, so to her point earlier, and Laurel, you're not the only person because every time I reach out to someone they're like, is it you? Is right? it you? <laughs> Even so my client, even my clients now, when I call them on, yeah. call them out, they'd be like, "Yes, Dr. Alana, you call me, right? like, Yes. <laughs> so I just want you to know that I consider you part of my community now, and Thank also, you. Yes. you know, keep doing the phenomenal work that you're doing. And thanks for also Thank being uh, a leader in your own right and what you're doing. And I'm just so excited. I had no idea, but the reason why I did reach out to you on Instagram is I feel like. When we're when we're beaming and we're doing our thing, yes. it's easy to see someone else who also has that integrity, yes. who has something. You go, eh, wait a minute. Yep. Let me see. So
0: yes. great yes. point. Thank you so much. Yeah, I it was just so it really made my day. It made my week. Right? I'm like, oh my god, you're not gonna believe. I actually called my person that helps me with a lot of my social media. I'm like, you're not gonna believe. You just reached out to me. She's like, seriously? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I feel like a superstar. I feel like a superstar. I'm like, Dr. Lana actually reached out to me. She knows. Who and I am. if you knew how they were when they came to the live event we
1: had in July of, oh man, it was people were like, oh
0: my gosh. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's so incredible. Laurel, you are, I consider you part of my tribe. I don't care. Yes. We already going to bring you in.
0: I agree. <laughs> I feel the same way. And I think it's so important that we continue to connect, right? And that, and also I think it's important. And the reason I also wanted to have you on is there is such a stigma, right? Around women lifting up women that we don't support each other. That's right. And in particular, that Black women don't support Black women. Say now, it again. Again, there's some conversations, right, about some systemic stuff that we can have at some other time, but Mm -hmm. that's just not a true statement. It's just not a true statement. Mm -hmm. Some of the biggest supporters of other women are women. Some of the biggest supporters of Black women are Black women Mm -hmm. because we know the struggle. And when we see someone else making a difference and making it happen, man, we are, they're cheerleading, right? We are wanting to make sure that we are not coattailing, right? We're not just hanging on somebody's coattails, but we are lifting up. We are promoting. We're saying, Hey, have you seen this person? Hey, you talked to this person. Oh, I heard you think you need this. Go call them. It is that connection, right? It is those threads that bind us together. And as they say, a high tide lifts all boats, right? Each one, reach one, each one, teach one. And if we can keep doing that, there's there's nothing that we can't do. Nothing that we can't do. So Dr. Alana, thank you. Thank you for being my guest today. I am I am thrilled that we did this. Um, stay tuned y'all, because you're probably gonna catch her on fireside too, where you can then jump in the conversation and jump on stage, ask us some questions, engage in the conversation with us. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, you will get all of her bio information in the show notes and definitely her contact information for you to go join her groups and to do the sessions with her and really understand the power of your story and how to tell it the best way you possibly can for how you show up in a way that's authentic. So thank you, Dr. Alana. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, Laurel. Thank you so much. you have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or the Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.